Hi, I'm Michelle Werdeman, and I help people create their dream life by asking powerful questions, better questions, through mind, balance, and wellness living. You'll get clear about what you really want by achieving emotional freedom and strengthening your relationships. Through my foundational coaching and 19-year certified financial planning background, I guide you through your circumstances, thoughts, and feelings and show you how to take actions that give you the results you want. Contact me today at mbwliving.com to schedule your free 30-minute discovery call. Hello and welcome to the Bootcamp for Your Mind podcast. I am your host, Michelle Werdeman, and I am so excited today because I have not recorded uh, a podcast in a couple months because I took the summer off to have fun. I spent time with my family and I have the perfect guest with me and I can't wait for you to meet her. Her name is Hannah and I will let her introduce herself and we're going to have some fun today and we're going to learn all about how our, I talk all about like how we feed our minds with um, our emotions and our thoughts. And Hannah is an amazing chef, cook, what you name it. And what we feed our bodies too is so important. So I will hand this off to Hannah to introduce herself and tell a little bit about her story. And here we go. Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Thank you. It's so fun to be with you. Um, so yeah, I guess I would identify as like an anti-diet wellness chef um, and intuitive healer. So that's kind of what I do. Um, my programs that I lead, like kind of like you mentioned, I really like to focus on healing the mind, the body, and the soul. And you can do that through many different ways. And my vessel just happens to be the kitchen. Um, And that kind of brings you to my story a little bit. I grew up a foodie. Like when I was five years old, I had the pancake recipe memorized. I loved being in the kitchen. I loved using my hands and getting creative and helping my dad. And like the energy of it was just really calm. Um, And so I loved it. And then When I was 12, I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease, which is inflammation of the gut. Um, And I really had no knowledge of nutrition at that time. I did not, I I didn't know what a calorie was. I didn't know what, like why vegetables were good for that. I didn't know anything. Um, And so I just kept eating whatever I wanted and, you know, kept having flare-ups, kept being hospitalized. And then Finally, um, when I was 19, I, the doctors wanted to do surgery and that was kind of enough of a, like, uh, okay, like wake up. Like, I don't, I don't really want surgery in my gut. That feels complicated. Um, if you don't mind, like what kind of surgery they do, they do for Crohn's, they would remove part of my bowel or part of my essence. Yeah. Um, And I was just picturing the incision site inside getting like leaking and like all of these things. And so I knew enough at the time that like that felt like a no. Um, And so bless my mom. She like really um, kind of like nonchalantly guided, like gave me the option of of working with this uh, holistic practitioner who uses diet to heal guts to heal his own gut, to heal other people's guts. 
Um, and basically his philosophy, it's, it's similar to like a, what a Mediterranean diet would look like. Um, that's the simplest yeah. way to describe it. It's, it's basically vegetables, um, like cooked vegetables and like lean protein and like whole grains and whole foods. Um, Speaking of Mediterranean diet, and we will talk about this later, but we will be in the Mediterranean together next spring. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait, but anywho. <laughs> we will, but that, that's a little teaser. Yes. Well, what, yeah, okay. that's a teaser. We'll go, yeah. 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 Um, and so, yeah, I did, I did the healing diet very, very rigidly for like three months straight. And Um, what did that look like? Like, what was the diet? Like it looked like roasted butternut squash for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and a lot of tears from me because I, um, I was miserable. Like people be like, Oh my God, do you feel amazing? And I was like, no, I don't feel amazing. Like I can't eat anything. And it worked. So I squash worked the, the diet. So I, I would eat, yeah. I, you know, I was being dramatic. I, I, yeah, like, yeah. I eat any cooked vegetables and like brown rice and, but that's chicken. what it was like, no, any meat or anything or dairy, oh, like a little bit, um, not dairy. Um, it was really, it, it was mostly focused on like vegetables and whole grains. Yeah. Um, and what I learned and what I took away from that summer is so after I did that, I was gradually able to add things back in like cheese and mm-hmm. bread and stuff like that. And I realized that like, when you have such a strong foundation of what is healthy, like nourishing foods, like those whole foods, you really can add in other things in moderation without it screwing you up. And yeah. so that was 10 years ago and I have not had a flare up since. And I drink wine like multiple nights a week. I eat cookies most days, some processed foods. Um, and the bulk of my diet is, um, pretty healthy. And so that's kind of how, um, that's like my philosophy of nutrition is really bringing in that balance. Because if you think about it, that summer that I did the diet, I was only listening to my body. I was only giving my body what it needed. And, you know, there's a time and a place for that, but my mind and my soul were so deprived that, um, I really make a conscious effort of bringing the mind and soul health into the kitchen with my clients, because it's, it's just as important your emotional health with your physical health. Um, so totally. Yeah. That's like what I believe. And yeah. um, And like, our bodies crave in our minds too, like what we feed it. Right. So like if we're feeding our bodies, like healthy foods and stuff that really fuels us, our bodies are going to crave it. It's the same if we're feeding it sugar and carb, like not saying carbs are bad, but it, like sugar and all that other stuff. That's what we start to crave. Our minds are the same exact way. So when we're used to feeding it, whether it's negative thought patterns, mm-hmm. which is the brain's default mechanism. And it's not a bad thing. It's just where our brains are designed to like, look for like, what's wrong. Like here we are, like it's that fight or flight mode. So it's always craving like that kind of stuff. So when you start to feed your mind positive things in your body, in your nutrition, your nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. My nutrition. Yeah. 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 No, I I love I love that you bring up the nourishment of the mind because another reason why I'm so passionate about what I do is because, um, I've, I spent many seasons of my life, especially in my adolescent and early twenties of like, really like being 
subject to the kind of like life's roller coaster. So like our circumstances go up and down, things are happy, yeah. things are sad. And I was really like in that. So like if something didn't go my way, I would really feel it and like get really like controlling and like um like I just I felt almost um a prisoner to my mind and some mm-hmm. stages of my life. And so one of the reasons why I like the program containers um that I hold and that like we've done together, Michelle, is that like it gives people a space where they can intentionally step into a playful energy because like, that's just my essence is, is play, especially in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's a place to nurture your mind and to be the person who like takes things lightly and like is lighthearted and like goes with the flow and like, doesn't have Greek yoga, but we can substitute something else. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's like another huge part of like nurturing the mind um, of how you want to be. Yeah, no, I love that because I have to tell you. So the other day I was like, you know what? I'm a huge wine drinker. And the other day I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to try to like steer clear of like the, um, the happy hour. And when happy hour came and I was like, oh, I really feel like wine. I'm like, no, you know what I'm going to do? I literally took out my avocados. I took out like my eggplants and I was like, I am going to make a recipe and I'm going to play around with what I learned from one of Hannah's classes. And it was just, it brought me so much joy. Cause I was like, I don't really actually feel like drinking wine right now. I just, it was kind of like the to do. And I'm like, I just had so much fun. Mm. And I was like, this is what I I feel like this is what I've been learning with you over the, like the last year. I was like, it's, it's fun. I was having fun without just sipping on wine, watching like the news or TV. Totally. It's like giving yourself full permission to like be messy and like get creative and make mistakes in the kitchen without needing it to be perfect. Um, and also like being able to like use what you like and like taste as you go and make it, um, yummy. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I have to say that, so every time I see you, you are in a different place (laughs) or the world. And I would love for you to share about a little bit about like, like your travel journey, like. Yeah. Yeah. So travel is a big part of my business as well. I host, um, culinary and wellness retreats as part of my, as part of my four month program, which is what Michelle was alluding to. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, I would say my spark for travel, it's interesting. It actually started like I, when I was younger, I would get really homesick, like really homesick. And so when I got into my twenties, um, I was really like, I really liked to do the hard thing. And I was kind of like a self growth junkie, um, was the like trajectory that I was on. And so traveling at that point, like in my early twenties was almost like a way to like push myself into growth because I knew Mm -hmm. that it was out of my comfort zone and it was really hard for me. And I knew that. Can I stop you right there? Cause that's part of my thing. So I want to share actually, like, how did you push yourself out of your comfort zone? Cause I think a lot of us get stuck and it sounds like a great idea. Like, yes, I'm going to push through my comfort zone and I'm going to take that flight. But like, how do you actually do it? Like, how did you do it? Yeah. So I said bad and the ugly. (laughs) Yeah. So first I want to say there's a time and place to push through your comfort zone and to not you. It's totally fine to stay where you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, 
but I had like a soul knowing that there was something more on the other side for me that Mm -hmm. like I needed. And so one of the, um, so I studied abroad in Milan, Italy for the first time. And that was really hard. I cried like a lot (laughs) and I, you know, I was, I was 20 and I was in college and my friends, you know, there was all that, like, I didn't want to go home early. And so I, I put up the blinders and I just, I just stayed because I knew that I wanted to be someone who studied abroad. Mm -hmm. But then the next time that I did a big trip was actually after college, I went back to Italy, to Southern Italy in Calabria to study culinary. I went to the Italian Culinary Institute. And again, like I didn't know anyone going. I didn't know like what the hell this was. I like, I didn't really yeah. know anything. And I didn't talk on the phone. I just sent some money somewhere and like hoped for the best. Um, and so I went and the first like couple days I was like, I was a little like, oh my God, I don't know anyone. Like I called my therapist back home. We had like a, yeah. Um, but then I just like the, the feelings of homesickness were are so familiar for me like that they were just there but the drive to do this thing was so much greater than that that I was able to like really focus on the drive of like what I really wanted which was to study in Italy and then once I was able to be present with that like it was just a freaking amazing life-changing experience like I got to connect with people which I think really helped being able to be there was like the connection like the people that um, I met there are, are called we familia is, is what we say yeah. like family um so I think like really um doing like and I was doing what I loved you know like yeah. I was I was cooking um and you know knowing that I, I could always come home if I wanted to um I like to have that little like escape you know if necessary oh, I 100% yeah yeah <laughs> know that like yeah I, and I think too, like, cause when I was talking to you about signing up, I was like, oh, I'm like, I feel like with the COVID and the pandemic, I used to be like, I'll go here, I'll go there, I'll do there. And then I just got so ex- like comfort in being home with my family all the time. So I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to go to a country that I've never been in with women that uh, like, I know you. And at the time I was like, I didn't know who was going. And I'm like, oh my God, what, like, where's my like security blanket? Yeah. So I love that you said like you, like when you were in college, like you talked to your therapist a little bit and as a life coach, like I always like to tell people because so many times it's what if, what if, what if, right. but then when you're actually in the, ex- like the experience itself, it's not the what if that you had in your mind. And it's kind of like, what do you want to create on the, the, other side that you focus on that. Well, also, um, you mentioned security blanket and I really like that you brought that up is because, um, I think intuitively one of the reasons I push myself to travel so much is because what I've gotten out of it is that I am my own security blanket, which I think is quite empowering, right? Like if you go to all these places, like trusting yourself to know yourself, to trust your intuition, to trust, whatever it may be, um, to guide you to where you have to go, whether it's leaving the situation or whether it's like staying in the situation or like finding a friend. It's like, even like sometimes when we walk in down the street, yeah. and my, my head is like, turn around and I'm like, okay. And I just like turn around. Cause like, 
whatever. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Your, your own security blanket. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And that's what yeah. stretching ourselves in that capacity, um, gives to us, you know? Yeah. And that must work for you because I see you everywhere. <laughs> so I have seen you in Bali and Costa Rica. We've done our classes from Costa Rica. Yep. Yes. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And that's so empowering because especially coming out of like this crazy last couple of years where we've all kind of been a little bit like home mm-hmm. and some people like afraid to leave home. And I, I feel like it's just for me, at least even my husband. So I'm going to, I'll use this quick example. You know, we have our condo down in the outer banks and he went down the other night and he flew down cause he was bringing one of my cars back and he got down there yesterday. Yeah. And his plan was to stay for a couple of days. And he called me yesterday afternoon and he was like, I'm going to drive back. He's like, I kind of miss you guys. He's like, it's not the same down here. And normally he would have been down there, you know, for like a few days. And I was like, yeah, I was like the four of us, four of us, meaning like me, him and the two kids. I was like, we have spent a lot of time together, like these last couple of years. And it's been awesome. And I wouldn't change it for the world because they're little and they're, they're growing up but it's kind of learning how to get back out into the world because there's so much to see and so much to do. And I feel like, like for me personally, like going to your retreat, which I can't wait for is definitely stepping outside of my comfort zone. Not because I don't want to do it, but it's like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to another country (laughs) without these other three individuals that I've spent the last like couple of years with. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, like that's, that's what life's about. Right. Totally. And I like that we're having this conversation because I don't even know if I brought that up to you when we were talking about the trip, like my past, like homesickness experiences, but like I've had them deep. Um, so I yeah. totally get it. Um, and it's like, like you said, like, um, on the other side is more freedom for yourself yeah. and security for yourself within yourself. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it totally is. And so I didn't mean to like get off topic there, but one of the things that I was talking to clients about and I was writing um, a blog about, so, and it has to do with like what we feed ourselves. Okay. So like for me, it's like what we feed our brains in terms of like words, like what we say to ourselves, like words can be so, so, so powerful, like the shoulds and the have tos and all that other stuff. But like, for you, like, you know, like feeding your brain and your body, like that has an effect on like your emotions, right? Oh yeah. Like what food you feed yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I actually did a, um, a talk the other day on this of how your physical alignment really affects, um, your emotional alignment. And so like, one of my beliefs is that, um, our physical health, like being physically aligned is an innate truth for us all. Um, and so by, you know, moving your body, feeding it, nourishing foods. And by nourishing, I usually just mean like for foods that have fewer ingredients, like whole foods and vegetables. Um, and so by feeding us, feeding your body that, um, it keeps you more energetically aligned and more 
in tap with your, with, to me, I think with your intuition and with your, like your soul's knowing and like your highest self, um, it's like almost like, a a clearer, a clearer pathway to like, you know, whatever you believe in, like the universe, your yeah. higher self, whatever. Um, it like kind of clears the cobwebs. It's like keeping that physical alignment. And like, if you even think about it, if it's like, think of how you feel after like a big Thanksgiving dinner, like you feel heavy and like, you don't really yeah. feel connected. Like, right. You feel a little disconnected actually. Yeah. Like you want to um, lay on the couch. You're just like, Whoa. Yeah, exactly. Versus like, if you go on a run and then have a smoothie, like you feel pretty like vibrant and like yeah. connected to yourself. And when you can connect to yourself, um, that's very powerful. Like, especially like for us, like we like love, like, I don't know, following signs and like what's for us. And like, to me, I think that is one of the clearest ways to do it. Um, and that being said, bringing in the mind's opinion into that and like the mind's cravings into that is how I think creates um, sustainability for those habits. So like if you were to like run every day and drink a smoothie every day and like eat broccoli for lunch and like lettuce for dinner, that probably like wouldn't yeah. be as sustainable as like, you know, going for a run or a walk, um, having a smoothie or like a breakfast wrap on yeah. whole whatever and like you know just like tuning into like oh I actually really want some peanut butter stuffed pretzels right now and um just like adding in whatever makes your mind happy throughout like weaving that in throughout the healthy nourishment I think is what really adds to success in the long term um and kind of like you said like they're like for me in diets there are absolutely no shade oh, yeah. it's just yeah. um it's just figuring out what you want and how you want to feel and how to bring all of your parts into that. So not just like, Oh, I want to feel light. So I'm just going to drink smoothies. It's like, well, no, like what's your mind want to feel like um, if it wants like warmth or whatever. Yeah, no. And I recently saw like one of your Instagram things and it was to that point, it was kind of like, no, you have to feed yourself what you want sometimes. And it's okay. Like, because I, I feel like when it's, and I know this from all like the neuroscience that I've studied when you're like, nope, can't have this. Nope. Can't have that. No, like all you're going to think about is that like what you can't have and guess what's going to happen. Like you're going to have that. So it's finding that happy medium. And I think it's looking at the end result of what you want and really digging into your, why do you want it? Because like, I talk to people a lot, especially as like the new year comes it's ditching the, um, the resolutions for like, just better habits because yeah. like, there's a reason new year's resolutions don't last. And it's because you right. try to make change like this, like really quickly, too big, too fast. And the fact is, is like, no, you have to do sustainable. So like, yeah. And I would even argue like, sometimes for me, like at this point in my journey, I, I actually don't even think about my, like, why? because I've created a routine that's so intuitive at this point, because Mm -hmm. it's like, it's what I do. And so like some advice or whatever that I would give to someone is like creating a routine that they know makes them feel good with a couple different options. Like today I'm going to either run, walk or do yoga. You know what I mean? And then like, or breakfast, eat either this, this, or this, that they know will make them feel good. Um, but they have it like at the ready to go so that it gets intuitive and automatic. Yeah. Um, it's like their toolbox. Exactly. And that's why our classes are so fun is because like, it kind of like, 
integrates um, that type of cooking. That's like the really like healthy whole foods, vegetables in a, and it gives it a different narrative, um, an energetic experience just because like, we're not like, I don't know, it's, it's not like chopping broccoli. It's just like, it's making like, um, it's like birthing this like creative masterpiece out of like, Yeah. Yeah. So I have to laugh because yesterday morning I was going through my fridge and I've had this bag of multicolor carrots. (laughs) We've talked about the carrot situation. They're so good. They're so good. I've literally had them in there for probably two months. So in my mind, I'm trying to make rum and I'm looking at them and I'm like, can I throw these out? And I was like, "Mm, you know what? I was like, no, mind you, it was like 6.30 in the morning. I was getting my daughter ready, but I was like up and I was like, you know what? No, like I got them ready. I cut them up. I put them in my oven for like whatever, 4.25 for 35 minutes. They were the best snack ever. Yeah. And it wasn't about like, like I'm going to eat carrots. I was like, oh my God, I know how amazing these actually taste. I know what they do for me. I'm like, I remember from class, I was like, I would never have eaten like a handful of carrots for breakfast. And then I just like put them away for a snack. But I was like, this was, it, yeah, it just, it brings a different perspective to like, oh, I have to eat carrots. And I was like, no, these are actually really good. Totally. Cause like when you have, when you're able to combine all those aspects of the mind, body and soul into like something like a vegetable, like it makes you really want to eat it because like yeah. your mind like, oh my God, this is, this is actually really yummy. Yeah. Um, Cause part of me was like, well, I could totally eat a bagel right now because I'm making one for my son. And I was like, which one's going to mentally make me feel better. Yeah. And that's what it was. I was like, no, I was like, they're both going to do the same thing for like the carrots are going to make me feel like mentally better. Cause I was like more proud of myself, but yeah. I was like, they tasted so good. Yeah. It's empowering. <laughs> it's empowering yeah. to nourish your body. Totally. Yeah. So empowering, uh, speaking of, so tell me how you empower women and other people for like this whole, there's the mastermind and then you do your cook well and like everything. Yeah. I think, um, <laughs> you know, <I> know. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm laughing because no, yeah. but one of the ways that I heal, I believe is creating this really, um, compassionate acceptance. And I think that can be rare in talking about eating well, because people think that it has to look a certain way. It has to be a certain way that they think they're going to do it wrong. They think they're going to mess it up. Um, mm-hmm. and that's just not the case. Like, anything you do is right because you're doing it and your body is telling you or your mind is telling you, which is not wrong. Like you just, you can't do it wrong is kind of what I believe. Um, so I, I really intentionally hold that vibration for my programs and I think it's contagious for people. And so they then in turn allow themselves to take on that narrative of like, I'm not wrong. This is not wrong. Um, and so, that's one aspect. And then the other is I really try to simplify it. Um, like I don't count anything probably to a fault because my measurements, you know, Oh, I, I do not measure. I, yeah. I have to laugh. I did bring the, um, the eggplant. So my favorite thing is the eggplant with the arrow and the arugula. arugula. I yeah. can't even tell you. 
like I literally make it once a week, but last week I thought of you because I was like, you know what I'm going to do rather than like slice and round. I sliced the eggplant long way. I cooked it that way. And then I separated. I was like, Hannah would be so proud. (laughs) I brought it to my coach at CrossFit and she loved it. Oh my God. And I was like, Yeah. 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 I would be proud. I would be proud. And so, yeah, I, I don't like to count anything or measure anything or even like, and I've studied nutrition. I've studied Western nutrition. I've studied Eastern nutrition. I've studied like ancient healing nutrition. And honestly, it's freaking complicated. And at the end of the day, I think it boils down and you know, this is into vegetables, which are healthy for us and whole yeah. foods are healthy for us. And beyond that, I don't want to be bothered. I just want to yeah. create nourishing foods, um, without having to think so much about it. So I think people appreciate like having some of that mind chatter removed as they go to make their dinner. Like they can easily just think of like, okay, what can I add to this? That's going to be like the least processed option. And, and if they want a processed option, really giving themselves permission to have that flexibility of like, okay, like I know that like, the garlic bread might have more, um, processed ingredients in it, but like, I'm really craving garlic bread. So I'm going to have that on the side of my like zucchini noodles with homemade pesto, like yeah. check, done. Perfect. No. And I love that. Cause I feel like we're bombarded for anybody that's trying to eat healthy, maybe lose weight, like feel good. It's okay. Well, there's Atkins. Don't do carbs. Don't do fats. Don't do this. There's keto. There's, and it's like, how do I, how yeah. do I, yeah. Like know what's right for me, but like, and that's where I love, like what I've learned from you. It's just, here's whole food unprocessed, like yes. legitimate, like here's some vegetables. Here's how to make some, like here's healthy fats, the Mediterranean thing that like you were talking about. I'm like, the shit tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, there's a level of acceptance too. I think that comes with that in terms of like our bodies and our body image, like it'd be a miss to not address that yeah. because I feel like societally, we just grow up internalizing whatever we internalize and everyone has an, their own story and everyone's story is unique and valid. And so really being aware of like your default patterns when it comes to like your body and how you relate to your body and like getting to rewrite that story. It's kind of like what you were saying, like feeding your mind, positive thoughts, like, Oh no, I'm not bad. This isn't bad. Like, this is actually like, like I am making an empowered choice to have like X, Y, Z and like, that's fine. And I'm great. And I'm doing a really freaking good job. Like, so just like little stuff like that. Cause you are totally That's what I would have friends that would say to me, like, oh, I was good last night. I didn't have any wine. I'm like, well, what does good mean? Like, was I bad because I did? Yeah. 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 And and people like they'll look at me and they're like, wait, so like we're allowed to, we're allowed to have wine? And I'm like, well, my soul is a it's a yes. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I'm allowed to. Like I give myself and like it's good. I think it's good to model like, yes, I'm a holistic nutritionist and I like. I like Oreos. So like, is that wrong? I don't think so. Um, and scientifically I've seen the proof in myself, like, again, like it's been 10 years, like knock on wood. That's Um, so amazing. Yeah. And, and so if you think of it from that point too, like the bulk of my diet is 70% whole foods and vegetables. And then the other 30% is not. 
And like from a physical, like stomach scan perspective, like it's very healthy still. So um, I think that kind of demonstrates that type of like real balance. Like it's not just like this fake thing, like, you know, the balance actually works. Yeah, no. And I have to laugh because I've been, I went to this, um, I won't say holistic doctor, but it's like an integrative health doctor where like, I wanted to figure out like my hormones and like all this other stuff. And they did all this blood work. And of course, like tested like kidneys, liver, like all this other stuff. And he came back and part of it was like, okay, like I knew my hormones were out of whack. I'm 44. Like that's happening. He's like, yeah, no, your liver's good. And I'm like, excuse me. I was like, can you repeat that? <laughs> I was like, are you sure? I was like, cause my, I, I was like, my liver's good. I was like, you don't understand. Like, and I am so openly honest about like, I do like my wine is my downfall. Like I love wine. And he goes, no, you're fine. He goes, you do so much other good stuff. He's like, if this is what you enjoy, he's like, and this is kind of like your thing. He's like, it's all good. He's like, your liver is fine. He's like, am I telling you to go out and like party every night? No, Yeah. but like to your point of balance, it's like for me, um, and I think part of it, like I wake up every morning and I drink 20 ounces. I do warm water with like a lemon squeeze in it with a little bit of ginger. Mm. And I've done that for, I think probably like a year and a half now. And I've just noticed such a difference in terms of like how I feel in the morning. Do you grate the ginger or do you like put a knob? I, I do in? like the, um, I have the like powder stuff. Powdered ginger? Like the, you know, the, you know, like the, the spice. Little, yeah. Okay. Which I could do. I know. I see your head. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, and then I think about like the garlic. I was like, I am not skimming on garlic. Like you told me to. I'm like, I have the like actual garlic now when I, when I make things. But yeah, it's little things like that, that I'm like, okay, I'm feeding my body that. And then I do a ton of arugula. So like, I looked up ways to give my body protein uh-huh. without using a ton of like animal fat in dairy recently. And it was like arugula, it was spinach, it was um, asparagus. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, I think of these things as great vegetables, mm-hmm. not knowing that they're amazing like protein. Yeah. Too. yeah. Yeah. People, um, underestimate like how much vegetables, like you can really like, I don't want to say live off of, but like almost like they're, yeah. they're pretty like filling. Yeah. Um, pistachios was another, and I'm like, Oh my God, this is why I love my pistachio. Arugula. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Good. Oh I'm, my God. I'm now. No, I am. And I, I feel like I could literally go on forever. So we have to do a part two because yes. I hate to like stop here, but like legit, like it's what we feed our bodies. What we feed our minds is the life we create. Like you feed your mind and your body junk with like, without, you know, being judgmental, like that's kind of how you feel and live your life. Right. And if you feed your mind and your body and your soul, like not 100% all the time, but like, like good stuff, like, Mm -hmm. like energizing stuff, like that's the life you're going to live. 
Yeah. And it's, it's all so interconnected, you know, like if you start feeding your mind positive thoughts, you're going to naturally want to feed your body positive ingredients and like vice versa. It's like this like positive thought loop cycle. And, um, it's just, it's, it's all so interconnected. Um, yeah. And I say, like the reason Michelle and I are so passionate about this is because when you are intentionally feeding your mind and body, you're lighter. Like you just feel lighter and happier yeah. and like things just aren't stressful that used to be. And so it's not just like, I can say with full certainty that like, we're not yeah. trying to get anyone to look a certain way. Like that's not yeah. our goal. Like it just is to like live a life with more flow and ease. And we have both found that feeding our mind, bodies, and souls is how to like easily access that type of ease. Yeah. And to that point, like years ago when I was working like 60 hours a week, three hour commute, whatever it was, I was like, I am exercising. I'm eating good. I was like, I have gained weight. I am puffy. Like I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, well, maybe this is what 40s like. And then I was like, no, I was like, there has to be something different. And as I did the research on it afterwards, I was like, this is my cortisol level. I am feeding my body stress, even Mm -hmm. though I was still a positive person. Right. And I wasn't like, man, life sucks and all this other stuff. I'm like, I had my moments, but I was in such a flight or fight or flight mode that I was producing that hormone, that um, cortisol that was holding on to all of the weight. And I was like, so no matter what exercise I was doing, no matter what I was eating, like, sorry, Michelle. (laughs) Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because when I went to this, uh, doctor, he was like, well, your cortisone levels super low. And I said, and your testosterone's really high. I was like, well, that's because I do meditation and I'm super, you know, whatever he goes, no, no. He's like, your cortisone level is so low because think of it as like a bank. He goes, you used it all up. Mm. He's like for years and years, he's like, so your other hormones are like way up here trying to make up for the deficit that you created yeah. for so many years. Yeah. He's like, so you could be trying to lose weight and it's a battle uphill. He's yeah. like, and until you like equal, uh, like equalize them, I'm like, oh. I was like, I love you right now. I was like, you just made my day. Cause I was like, as somebody in their, like their mid forties, I was like, well, not yet. I'm 44. So right. that's not mid. But I was like, first, I'm like, it was just so empowering knowing I was like, it's my lifestyle that caused that for so long. And now I'm doing the right things to kind of get on the other side of that. Oh yeah. I love it. So Hannah, all right. I hate to go, but you um, let everybody know where they can find you because I know where to find you. It's kind of like, where's Hannah in the world? (laughs) Sure. Um, My website is my intuitive health dot com um that has my upcoming programs that both begin in January um and my Instagram is just Hannah dot McKittrick um those are the easiest places to find me I love it and you can also find her if you follow me which a lot of you guys do at Michelle um at mbwliving.com you will see Hannah there and you will love all her pictures all her recipes they are so amazing and I'm so happy that you that you came on here today this is always fun talking to you yes thank you so much Michelle all right thank you talk to you later bye